When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Tuesday, and welcome to, yes, another Andy Goldstein's TalkSport Daily Podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. And what a podcast it is, genuinely, I'm not making, I am making it up. I've got no idea what's coming up. I mean, I've got words in front of me of what's coming up, but it could be a load of rubbish. I mean, you're getting it for free, so does it really make a difference? No. And we start with the Jim White and Natalie Sawyer show, and ahead of their first Premier League game, not Jim White and Natalie Sawyer, I haven't finished the sentence yet, stop interrupting me. As confirmed champions, there you go, I'm talking about Liverpool. Liverpool, see, I've just said it, could be given a guard of honour by Manchester City. Danny Murphy was on the show and he said it was nonsense. Have a listen. It's, it's a perception of respect, the right thing to do in brackets. It's the um, the message you're trying to send to the football world that, you know, this, when somebody wins, you 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 show gratitude, you know, you show respect and, and great grace in the fact that City, for example, doing it on Thursday will show humility and well done to Liverpool and appreciation for their quality season. I think it's a load of nonsense. I don't know where it started and why it started. I, I would feel uncomfortable doing it. I'd do it because you have to do it, but I wouldn't want to do it because it's not done with... It's not done with... Sincerity. No, it's not done with sincerity. And, and although you would appreciate, for example, if I was a Liverpool player and United won the league, you know they're better than you. You respect that. You're trying your best to be like them. You're trying your best to catch them. You probably eulogise about them in interviews. You've probably spoken about all their individuals at different times in the season. Or at international level, at club, they know you respect them. <laughs> the fans don't want you to do it. The players don't want to do it, really. It's all for effect. And, and it, doesn't, it doesn't mean anything, really. I, I, don't, I don't see the point. But I understand why the powers that be have probably created it. Because it does give off the right message to those watching time now to hear from the press box with Danny Kelly the former Palace chairman and ex-husband of Katie Price Simon Jordan and the son Sean Custis guess what they're talking yeah football now obviously we've, this is a well trodden path with the FA because it wasn't so long ago that we were trying to sell the national stadium to be able to fund grassroots football. Maybe if the FA did their job and started to police the Premier League a little bit better and start making sure they paid their levies they wouldn't need to make some of these decisions because ultimately, when you're talking, Danny, about 80 jobs, let's have a look at that. 80 jobs at 40, 50,000 pounds a year tops as an average is probably 4 million quid a year. So with mm-hmm. respect, if they're losing 300 million over four years, which is what they're projecting, what's 4 million a year going to really help them achieve? And, where, and, and, you know, and why are these jobs going? But the challenge is, is that nothing is immune 
to the circumstances that we find ourselves in. You look at this vast vast bowl, as it was called, for the playoff tonight, and it look, it's, looks terrible, doesn't it? Nobody in there for the League Two playoff, and this is how the FA earns a lot of the, a lot of their money. You think now, where are their income streams from? Concerts, boxing matches. And I, sus- yep. I suspect we may come back to the point where they will have to consider selling Wembley again, just to get past the debts that they're going to accumulate from from this lockdown. Now, Laura Woods was joined on the TalkSport Breakfast Show this morning by Rangers legend Ali McCoy, Macca, and the former Spurs and Aston Villa striker Darren Bent. This is Benty comparing the medicals he had when signing for Spurs and Aston Villa. It was just long. That's all I can remember. It was long. Got there about 9 o'clock in the morning um, and then had to... I think I didn't get home until like half 11 at night. I mean, they went through every procedure, checking every part of my body, scans and ultrasounds and making sure I could do fitness tests and there were so many different aspects of the medical but eventually I managed to get over the line. You know, I remember I signed for Villa, uh, Gerard Houllier, I mean he was just basically desperate to get the, the deal over the line. I think my medical was about 10 minutes. I was training, I sat on the bed, doctor looked at me, checked both of my knees and stuff, make sure I was alright, I was like yeah you're good to go, sent me out to training. And that was it? <laughs> that was it. That was more the manager pushing it because he just he wanted me available for the game on the Saturday. We had Manchester City at home on the Saturday so I think he was just desperate to get me over the line then. Now, my show at Sandy Goldstein Sports by Monday to Thursday from 10pm. We had reaction to the, oh, Palace v Burnley game. Oh, excuse me, the Premier League. Nothing to do with the game. Everything to do with the game. These are the callers venting their spleen on the radio with me and the Moonface Jason Cundy and also talking about other games from the weekend. That's what you can do. Phone up and just talk football on my show. The referee Simon Hooper blows the whistle uh, on an unspectacular game, the truth be told. A 13th clean sheet of the season for Nick Pope. The stories about Sean Dyche, well, whether they're true or not, his team have pulled it out for him again here tonight. It's finished at Selhurst Park. Crystal Palace nil, Burnley one. Everyone keeps talking about my future, apart from me, you know. I'm, I'm getting on my job, as I always do. Still here. Well, there's a long way to go in the in the sense of how, how thin our squad is, because um, we're asking a lot of these lads. You know, there's no excuses, by the way. They get out there and they're going to play and they're going to have to play and they're going to have to play as many minutes as they need to. Um, the men- mentality is good. Um, the physicality has to remain strong. We can't, obviously, we, we, we can't afford any more injuries. Um, but we'll keep working hard to see what we can get. I'm patting Burnley on the back here because Crystal Palace, even though... This season, Crystal Palace has not been a tough place to go to. You always sense it's a tough game, and they don't concede that many Palace. They don't score many either. But I tell you what, that that is a re- that must be a really satisfying win for Burnley fans and Sean Dyche because it's been a difficult week for the football club. Bearing in mind what happened last last Monday when you and I sat in the very same seats we are now, talking about the banner that flew over the club, the mauling they got against Manchester City, and you fast forward seven days and they put in that performance. I'm going to give him a huge amount of credit. That is a well done. And, and you know, just watching Ben Mee score that goal, who, who a week ago, he's now doing an interview on my telly. A week ago, he had to do an interview about a banner that was flying across, having to apologise and feel ashamed of his, you know, not the, the, they weren't football. They might be football fans, who knows. But that football club got put in a position and he dealt with it brilliantly. And now I'm looking at him, he's got a smile on his face. He scores the winner away from home. And I'm just going to say, well done, Burnley, because that's been a tough, tough week. Now, over on TalkSport 2, it was the League 2 playoff final last night between Exeter and Northampton in, of course, an empty Wembley Stadium. Not because we're on lockdown, because it was Exeter and Northampton. Here's what happened with commentary from Sam Matterface and Chris Iwellemo. And yes, that is how he pronounces his name, not Uwulumu. It's Iwellemo. I mean, how would you spell it? O, O, 
O O W E L O O O M O Oh yeah, it could be that I suppose, but it's not. Marshall gets the better of Parks and runs into the penalty area. He's got options. Hoskins is one of those to finish it. And Hoskins is there to side foot the ball home and steal Northampton Town into the League One third tier of English football. It's a terrific performance and a terrific goal to cap a fabulous display by Northampton Town, who have bullied and battered Exeter City for 79 minutes and then finished the whole game off with a terrific, well-worked goal. No, it was excellent. You know, Marshall directly thinking, go get your shot away. He just cuts it back perfectly for Hoskins to come on, find that bottom left-hand corner. Now, this is the Manchester United manager, Oli Gunnar Solskjaer. He's been speaking to the media ahead of their game with Brighton tonight in the Premier League. And he had this message for his forwards. And a quick reminder that after that game finishes tonight, yeah, you can phone up my show from 10pm and have your say on it. You need competition for places at Man United. If you think you're, uh, you've got a divine right to be playing every game and I'm doing so well that uh, we're not going to look for... Uh, for players to replace you, you're you're in the wrong place. I've been here for so many years myself as a as a striker, and Teddy Sheringham comes in, Dwight York comes in, Ruud van Nistelrooy comes in, Wayne Rooney comes in. Is we we've always got to look at improving, and if they don't improve, well, we might have to look somewhere else to to get better because we have to be better. We're too far away from where we need to be and want to be. And the Brighton manager, Graham Potter, has been speaking to TalkSport's James Savundra ahead of that match tonight. And Potter was first asked how United's game against Norwich going into extra time affects his preparation for the game. Well, they made eight changes, I think, from the starting eleven, and a few guys were rested completely, so not, not so much. I'm expecting a, you know, changes back to players that didn't play that amount of time, so I don't think it affects things too much. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, he said he's never been to the Amex before. So what can he expect from his first visit tomorrow? I think it's a, actually a beautiful stadium when you drive up to it and see it. Um, it's a good a good environment to play football. Um, I think it's a shame that he didn't get to, to see it with uh, the Amex crowd because I think uh, that they can be very vocal, especially in those types of games where you're, you're quite um, noticeably the underdog. But, um, you know, it's a shame that he'll miss that. But again, we know why that is. And... Um, yeah, hopefully, hopefully he doesn't enjoy it too much, but um, but it's it's a it's a great ground. You've used all five subs in both the matches so far. Just how much have you reaffirmed to your squad the importance of all twenty players being ready to play? I mean, Eddie Jones describes his substitutes as finishers. Is that the way you're seeing it now? Yeah, I think it's normal. Everybody wants to start the game, but often, especially if you look at the Arsenal game for us, it's the guys that finish the game are are so important. Because and they have to be ready, and whether it's for 30 minutes or whether it's for three minutes, you saw the contribution that Alexis McAllister makes. He's not on the pitch for very long, but he makes a key pass, and we get the winning goal. So, um, but the players know that. I think they know the situation we're in. Um, they've been really professional, and and they're and they're ready to help, ready to help the team. They know that for for different reasons, it's not about the the best 11 players start every game because that that can be impossible. It's just making sure that you're ready to play and help however long that is. Now, could this finally be Leeds United's time? A convincing win over Fulham at the weekend took Bielsa's men back to the Championship Summit. 
Their captain, Liam Cooper, told the Jim White Show that if they do reach the Premier League, they will dedicate promotion to two Ellen Road legends. You know, it's a decade and a half since you've been in the top flight, Liam. I know you want to do it for the fans. Presumably you want to do it for Norman Hunter, for Trevor Cherry. Yeah, 100%, Jim. COVID hit our club um, very hard. And um, there, was, there was two great men and, and two legends of the club who were in the back of our minds. And every, every, if, if we can manage to, to get over the line, um, it'll definitely be for those two. And I know those two will be watching down on us. And, and everybody else who has passed as well. Um, our condolences go to everybody. Now, the newly appointed Middlesbrough boss, Neil Warnock, spoke to drive with Adrian Durham and Darren Goff about their win at Stoke at the weekend, putting smiles back on the players' faces and a story about Rudy Gustav. It was such an important one, and we hadn't had time to do everything. We could have conceded a couple of goals. We had a bit of luck, Darren. Everybody needs a bit of luck, mm. don't they? And... Um, you know, uh, the goalie made a save just after half-time. And, uh, but I thought, I thought we deserved it. I thought we did well in the first half. Should have been more than one up uh, and what have you. But um, all things, you know, being equal, it was a, it's a great result for us. It's really a battle at this stage of the season. Uh, you know, you, don't, you can't carry anybody. So it was just a matter of looking at everybody and trying to make them smile a bit. It's hard when you've lost a few. I mean, they haven't won in 11 or something. So, you know, confidence. Darren will tell you, it's terrible when you've not, you know, you don't see a win coming and it's confidence. So it, it's just a matter of giving them a bit of belief. There's some, some decent players there, and uh, the responder's fabulous. Gestead, he told me that he didn't want to stay uh, before the game last other day, so I said, oh, you might as well go home now then, son, really. Uh, so we've only got... We've only <laughs> got it, that's actually, that story is true, isn't it? At the training ground, you just said you might as well go. Oh, yeah, you know, get yourself off. You know, <laughs> it was bloody training, isn't it, if, you, if you're not staying. Now, this is the Quickly and Superstar Ben Stokes, or Stokesy, as I imagine lots of people call him. Anyway, he's spoken to the media about potentially being England's captain in the first test of the summer against the Windies next week. Our very own John Norman asked him about Stuart Broad's comments on playing in empty stadiums and what kind of skipper he would be. I don't think it's a struggle to get yourself up playing for England. I think what the crowd does is... It gives you an extra bit of energy. Like I'll just use an example. At that last day, the test match we played in Cape Town when all of the Barmy Army there, and it felt like a home game. Smalls in it! It's been taken! Stokes has done it again! Just when England needed a hero, they found one! That really got everybody out on the field, like, buzzing for that game. You know, it's not a... Even though there's not going to be any crowds here, you know, lads won't struggle to get up for. I think it's a... It's a fine margin between, you know, getting up for it and then the crowd giving you a bit more. That's what I think the crowd gives you. But the fact that there's not going to be a crowd there, I don't think that um, we can use that as an excuse for um, our levels of intensity. Because as you said, you know, we're walking out onto the field representing England, um, which thousands of people would give, you know, their right arm to be able to do what we do every day. And whether or not that's in front of a full house or in front of a lockdown... Um, crowd, well, no crowd like we're going to be playing in, then it shouldn't matter. You know, you've got the three lines on your chest. It is a completely different situation that we're used to. But I think once we get out there and realise that we're in a test match representing England, I think everybody will be fine. And continuing the theme of motivating, if and when you are named captain of England, do you see yourself as the kind of captain that is going to lead by example? Or are you? do you see yourself as someone uh, much more in tune with the game, as Stuart Broad also said about you? 
Um, you're a cricket man. Um, do you see yourself as, as leading from the front in terms of tactic? Well, I, I'd hope that, you know, I, I always try and set the example to lead in terms of attitude and commitment towards what, what, what I do as an individual. And then, you know, obviously having the added responsibility of, of being a captain, um, you know, that also comes with pressure um, in terms of making decisions, um, you know, especially through through tough periods of the game, which obviously Test cricket can throw at you when, you know, if another team's putting a big partnership on, you know, you're the person who makes the decision to try and break that partnership. So, you know, you've got all that to think about. I think if I am in charge, that's not going to change the way that I go about things in terms of how I want to influence the game, which is to try and make a, a positive effect with the ball or bat in my hand. But um, I think no matter what I do in terms of choosing what to do in a situation, it will always be the, the positive route. Now, of course, three players were left out of Watford's squad for Sunday's Premier League defeat to Southampton after Andre Gray reportedly held a birthday party at his own home, breaking coronavirus lockdown rules. Danny Murphy told the mid-morning show that Gray was likely to be doing one of two things. I've been thinking about it. That For me, there's only two, two reasons this could have happened and neither are acceptable. The first one is a complete lack of awareness of the guidelines and the protocols that has been put in place regarding groups of people socialising and social distancing, etc. That seems really hard to believe, doesn't it? A lack of awareness when you've probably had loads of meetings about what you should and shouldn't be doing as a Premier League footballer, never mind an everyday person. So I find that hard to take on board that he just didn't know, wasn't aware. And even if he wasn't aware... That says a lot about him and the other lads, doesn't it? I mean, what you know? Why wouldn't you be aware? Of that I mean, come on, you've got a responsibility in the role in the job you've got for a start to, to your own teammates, your own management, your own supporters, and the other players in the Premier League. You know, you have to be bang on it. The second reason I can only think of two that 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 he would do it is if he did have an awareness of the protocols and thought, you know what, I don't care, and put and is is putting two fingers up at the manager and the club because he doesn't want to be there anymore because he's not playing. And and there's a bit of um maybe a I'm not I'm not really involved. This doesn't really I'm not really bothered. Mm. You know, I'm I, and, and that is that's much worse by the way, yes yeah. that one. And of course we finish with the best bits of my show. Andy Goldstein to Sports Bar Monday to Thursday from ten PM. Peel back your lug holes and have a listen. He's like the the the, the next level of the Sean Allardyce. The new Warner. Sean Allardyce. Have you made a manager up there? Have you just—is that a hybrid? <laughs> so, so, just so, so, Sean Allardyce. I, I, I mean, I mean Sam Allardyce. Sorry. You know what I mean. Sure. Sorry, I apologise. I don't. I think it's not, no, not, not Sam. Not Sam Dyche. It's going to be a soundbite, but I—I I, I made it wrong. <laughs> the, the point okay, is, go on, go on. I meant Sam Allardyce, and I mean okay. those English managers that had a kind of forward view of how. English teams could play and how you could... Marlon, I'll tell you what, listen, I don't want to cut you off because you haven't made your point yet. Can you hold on? We'll go to the news and we'll speak to you on the other side of it. Is that all right? Is that okay? No problem, no problem. Okay. In fact, Marlon, why don't you throw to this break? Why don't you say, like, you're like I'll be like you, I'll be coming up after the break, but before that, it's the news and sport on TalkSport. Why don't you do that? Are you sure about that, yeah? Yeah, yeah, go on, off you go. I'll be coming back after... No, give it, no, give it some welly. Give it some welly. Are you sure? Yeah, like, this is your big chance. Just say, like, when we come back, you'll hear more from me, Marlon, but before that, it's time for the news and sport headlines on TalkSport. Okay, when you come back, yeah, more from me and Marlon, and after the <laughs> break, it's been wrong. It was so wrong, it's whatever. <laughs>
That's it for another podcasty thing. A reminder, of course, you can download previous ones or future ones simply by going to Acast, Spotify or Apple Pods. A reminder of live football tonight on TalkSport 2 exclusively at half past six. QPR take on Fulham and that's followed by Leeds against Luton, of course, also in the Championship and live and exclusive to TalkSport 2. That's it. Thanks for listening. Make sure you join me tonight from 10pm for reaction to that game at the Amex as Brighton take on Man United and loads of other stuff. In the meantime, thanks for listening. Be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.